Brandon Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? We're talking about marketing to-do lists this week. That's right. It's list-making season. Let's get into it. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you guys being here on the podcast, on the show. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you are notified each week as we go live. We go live on Mondays with expert interviews and Thursdays with deep dives on that week's theme or idea. If you are looking to start a podcast, by the way, heads up, I want to help you. I want to help you build your podcast. I'm happy to have a call with you, help you validate your idea and get you moving, I think. 90% of the people out there should have a podcast, and I'd like to get you going. I am looking for a few one-on-one clients to help bring you along the way. If you'd like that kind of accountability, you want to work with someone to get launched in 60 days or less, you are not taking this as a joke. You're taking this seriously. Let's go. Let's do it. Go to brandonbrands.com slash apply, and I'll follow up to schedule a call with you. Now, today, 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 I want to talk about a marketing to-do list. Yeah, it's list-making season. I mentioned that at the top of the show. And what I want to get into is how do you set priorities? How do you make that to-do list that really only focuses on those things that you really need to get done with your marketing to move your business forward? The reason this is so topical for me right now is there are a lot of people out there wasting their time on marketing activities that don't matter. They are spending either lots of hours or lots of dollars, in some cases, on things that really aren't moving the business. Does that sound like you? Does it sound like something you've done or are doing right now that there's a lot of effort or money going into something and you really, if you had to think about it, can't see how it's driven business or move the needle to grow your audience or your customer base? That's not uncommon. You're not the only one that's done that. In fact, I think the majority of business owners and entrepreneurs that have tried to take the next step in growing their business by taking marketing more seriously have fallen into the trap. And what are those traps? Well, things like spinning their wheels and on hours and hours of content creation or hiring an agency to do crazy, fancy work on their website or managing their social media and building out their profiles and their posts and all these kinds of things that don't actually show up on the bottom line. Now, I'm not saying these are ineffective marketing tools. I'm saying that people have got their lists mixed up. There's a certain order you need to do things in. And if you haven't got your house in order and you haven't got the right priorities on your to-do list, it's easy to lose a lot of momentum and time and money. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So what I'd like to frame for you guys is this idea of 
three-step process to creating your marketing to-do list. And the first and second and third steps are like a farm, I would say, right? Think of it like you're trying to grow crops and those crops are your clients and customers and serve that you, who will buy your products and services. And the three steps in that process are planting, nurturing, and harvesting. Now, this shouldn't be too unfamiliar, though I know not a lot of us are doing any kind of farm work these days, but you should all be familiar with the idea of planting seeds, of nurturing a field, which would be like watering and making sure the nutrients are there and getting the right sunlight and all that stuff, protecting your crops and nurturing your crops, and then harvesting, which is where you go at the end of the time period where the crops are ready to go and you start to reap the benefits of what you've sowed, which is trying to grab the crops and remove them from the plants and bring them into your house so they're ready to eat and all that other stuff. So let's get into what, why those three, why those, why these three things make sense. And in terms of making that analogy make sense for you from a marketing standpoint, here's what we're going to talk about. So planting is going to be those things you do that help your business start to express itself. In other words, the infrastructure you might need, the products, the descriptions of the products, the beginning content that help people understand what you do, that those messages. So sometimes you have to plant a seed. Say you, you have some, one thing that you're going to sell this campaign. You have to plant those seeds by helping people understand what it is that you're doing, why you're the person that should be doing it, how you help them and get them past the idea that they can do it themselves or that they need your help or whatever it is. But it's building the infrastructure to do that. Sometimes that infrastructure could be things like email or a website or a you know a photo shoot, whatever it might be, but it's infrastructure. So that's planting the seeds. The second step, which was nurturing, is about taking that the the things that you're learning from the campaign that you start moving and listening and learning on that and executing against what you're learning. So as you have a product that you put out there and you start to tell people about it and you build content around it and you have a landing page for that product, whatever it is, you do have to look at what people are saying and talk to some of the customers that are coming in and listen to what their feedback is and learn from them in terms of what it is that you need to do to add to it or make it better or what their fears are in, in buying it and whatever the other things are. But you have to sit there and nurture and figure out how do I make this thing better? You might have a beta launch of a product. Your goal is to have a few people run through it and see what you can do to make it a better product. And then you have the harvesting, which is step three. And the harvesting has to do with the things you do to close the deal, to release your product out to a larger audience, to put promotion behind it, to get it discovered and found and get the right people to want to make that call on, on making your service something that they want to execute on. So for you, that might be a, a promotion, a sale. It might be running ads. It might be basically launching a, a full campaign instead of a beta campaign. And then in that harvesting, you also get to look at towards the end of that, did it work? Did the crops, were they bountiful? Was there something wrong with them? Were they sick? You know, what was, what, is it working? And then you start all over again, right? And those, those are the three steps, but here's what made it kind of interesting for me. So in my Monday interview, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, I talked to Zaylee Barclay, who is a video content coach and video content expert. And she shared her ideas on how to make video easy and how to use it for your business. And then if you want to create courses for your business, how to go about doing that. And we had a great conversation about that. 
Why? Because video works. Video is very effective in terms of building trust and connecting with an audience and doing it much faster than other media types. And it got me thinking, you know, well, why is video not a priority for me? And it got me thinking about this marketing to-do list. I have lofty goals. I have a lot that I want to do, but I have to prioritize like everyone else. I have to come up with my marketing to-do list. And video for me is something I'm learning, I'm dabbling with, but it's not yet high enough priority that I am ready to plant the seeds, nurture, and harvest it. I have other things that I have to do first that are higher priorities on my list. And right now, when I got started, I, you know, I planted a few different seeds and I said, okay, maybe I'll try blogs. I'll try podcasting. I'll try doing some marketing consultation. Uh, I'll try doing some one-on-one work with strategy days or coaching sessions. And that I worked through that, put my message out there and launched a couple of products, had a few people take advantage, nurtured it, listened, learned and executed. And then, you know, made a couple of sales and then I had to start a new round. And my next round, I said, you know what? I actually, and what I learned from that is I want to work a little bit more with solo entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who rely on their personal brand and reputation to grow their business. So I started to plant seeds around that, build content, build some infrastructure around how I can service people in that way, and then release that product. And again, the same thing. I'm listening, I'm learning, I'm seeing how I can, can make this better, and I'm nurturing that idea. And then, you know, comes the harvesting where I'm actually on the calls, talking to people and figuring out how to make this program better uh, and more robust and seeing if it works. And in that process, that's just one example. I'd run my product, but I do the same thing with my media. So I'm like, okay, the podcast has been the thing that I want to focus on the most. So I had to get that, I had to learn how to do that. I had to get good guests. I had to focus a lot of time on making that good. I kind of have that figured out in terms of what I want to get out of it and how I want to structure it. And now I'm like, okay, well, now that I got my content piece, how do I nurture that? Well, let me, let me add, let me bring people into my community, make sure I'm taking people's email addresses and getting their, their information so that I can contact them and communicate with them and learn from them. So the next focus for me wasn't video. It wasn't, let's go straight from podcasting to video. It was, let's, let's take this podcasting content and let's now nurture our email list. Let's figure out how to consistently share con, you know, uh, effective and useful updates via email and start to build that list out so that all this content I'm creating isn't going on deaf ears, that it's going out to people regularly, that they're being reminded about it, and that the people that come in and discover the podcast can be directed to a communication tool where I can have a conversation with them, whether that's my Facebook group or my email list. Moving them from the podcast into those spaces is helpful. And so that's my priority right now. And then my other priority is coaching, is, is promoting my coaching products. And to do that, I have to do a little bit of Facebook advertising and, and make sure that that process is straight. So I have three very clear priorities for me in terms of content. It's podcasting, email, and Facebook ads. And that's my focus right now. And there's lots of other things I want to do. I do want to do video. I do want all my content to be repurposed into blogs and more effective types of content that have like longer explanations in a written format and in a video format. I also want to go out there and guest on other podcasts. I want to speak on stages. I want to build discovery of my platform and my message. Uh, But I had to spend this year honing that message. And next year, one of my goals will be to get that message out to more people. So that will be the focus then. But right now, 
it's on my list, but it's not on my short list, my marketing to-do list. It's on my future like uh, goals list. And that's what I think everyone needs to, to worry about is how do you make a short marketing to-do list that is uh, executable in the short term around one campaign? And that's, that's where you got to think about what are you planting? What are you nurturing? What are you harvesting? And that does get into this idea of what should you be paying for, right? Where do you spend your time and your money? And here's an easy way for you guys to think about it, to break it down, okay? What is a lot, of, one of the main pieces of advice I give to a lot of people is to think about your marketing dollars in terms of projects. So what I mean is what is something that you can start and finish in one uh, investment? So in other words, do you need to just get a website built? Fine, pay someone to start and finish that project. If you need someone to build a Facebook ad for you, great. How Pay someone to start and finish that project. Do you need someone to set up your email system and to set up a couple of templates for you? Great. Pay someone to start and finish that project. What I don't want you to do is pay someone a vague, with a vague scope of work, a recurring fee. Don't, don't go out there and say, here's two grand a month. Go ahead and manage my social media for me. What's going to happen is after six months or a year, you're going to start to realize that there's not much happening and you've wasted a lot of time and money, but more importantly, the time that year that you could have like had something as opposed to just something happening in the background, you could have built something, you could have finished a couple projects and you don't have anything to show for it. So first thing is, if you're going to pay for something, figure out what you can buy. That's a project that has a start and a finish and that can be executed by you after that. The other thing I'd pay for is knowledge. If you can find some kind of training or coaching that can tell you what's your next step, what should your next step be, or in that next step that you're going to take, pay someone to know how to do it, great, do that so that you have you are better informed around that, that priority project because at the end of the day, what you don't know can hurt you. You are going to be subject to what those people tell you if you don't know anything about it. So I would pay someone to help you understand either what the next step is or to help you figure out how to prioritize. And when you do that, it's a short one-time fee, some kind of coaching or a class. And in that you gain knowledge. And what happens is then when you hire out for these projects that we talked about first, you then have some kind of background in it so that you give good input. And the only way you're going to get good output from the projects you create and from the people you work with is to have good input to begin with and to set goals that make sense for what you're trying to accomplish. So one-time knowledge is the second thing. So pay for projects that you can start and finish and then pay for knowledge, one-time knowledge. The third thing that I would say you can invest in is anything that's a profit-generating activity. And what I mean is, what are the things right now that help you get customers? Is it phone calls? Is it going to meetings or events? Is it your email? If so, invest in that. Spend money to make those things work harder for you. Go to more events or build a better email campaign or take more phone calls by setting up some kind of promotion that gets you more people in the books. So invest in things that actually generate profit right now. The fourth thing on the list is build your list. Invest in some kind of list building. I'm not talking about followers on Facebook. I'm talking about people that are on a list that you control, like an email or a phone number. It can also be something like a Facebook group where people communicate with you more directly or direct messages, but 
really the core pieces are email and phone numbers, really mostly emails. And yeah, it sounds like an old strategy and that's why people neglect it and forget the value of it. So what I'd like to say is spend money on building your list because the more people you have access to, the more people you're nurturing along the way and eventually might buy from you. So lists that you build right now, maybe in a year, will be ready to buy from you. Maybe in three months, maybe in six months. But that list will always be yours unless they unsubscribe. But if you're doing a good job in creating valuable content and in delivering your message and what you do, you might eventually have customers. And that is something worth investing in. And the last thing on my list is I would say, if you're going to pay for something on this marketing to-do list, pay for some kind of accountability or administration. And what I mean by that is of the things that are on this list of profit driving tasks, find things that you need more accountability around or that you need some help with in getting actually executed and pay for that. Whether it's someone to check in with each week to keep you accountable, to make, to move you along on your list and to give you advice as you need it, or if it's someone to actually execute and do some of these administrative tasks, booking calls or writing an email or whatever it is, do it. Just don't be paying for people to do administration on tasks that don't matter, uh, like managing your social media or something like that, when it's not yet a priority. Now, eventually, when you have all these things figured out, when you've already figured out your email and you've got your list grown and you've, you have a pretty set marketing uh, function through your, your growth of your Facebook ads and you have people coming in the doors, you can start to say, okay, I'm pretty comfortable with the, these projects. What's the next round of seeds that I want to plant. And maybe that's going to be the content that you want to learn. You know, you want to build some blogs or some articles. You want to post some posts on, on social media, whatever it is. You can, you know, catch that on the next cycle, but make sure you're starting with things that are closer to the bottom of your funnel that are closer to actually generating profit for your business. Because if you do that, you won't be wondering why it's taking you 10 months to, and you've seen no return on something. You're focusing on the part of the funnel that can deliver more quickly, but you know that that can only deliver so much. Eventually, you're going to have to do other things when that plateaus, and that'll be round two or round three. The problem is people jump to round two or round three too early because it's a shiny object, because there are huge businesses that have done amazing things and driven amazing leads through social media. Problem is your business might not be ready for that, so maybe it shouldn't be on your marketing to-do list, and that's what my rant is for today. That's what I want you guys to take away is look at that marketing to-do list. Think about what are you planting right now? What are the seeds that you are sowing that are things you need to build right now? What are you nurturing? What are the, what listening are you doing? What learning are you doing to move your customers towards ex, to actually buying from you? And what are you harvesting out of the products you're selling? How are you closing? How many calls are you getting on? And what's working? And when you can figure that out, you'll be better prepared for next season. So as I get into my list building for Christmas and for my goals for next year, just wanted to share that with you guys. It's always a journey. It's a journey on my end, just like it is on yours. So I thought I'd share that. I hope that helps. I hope that gives you a little bit of, of inspiration that you're not in it alone, that everyone's out there trying to figure it out. We've all invested in things a little too early and had to reevaluate, and that's okay. We all do it. But if you do need a little help, always feel free to email me at brandon at brandonbrands.com. Or you can go to brandonbrands.com slash apply if you want to work with me and get a little bit of that advice you might need to get you unstuck and to get those priorities straight on your marketing to-do list. 
Other than that, I hope you guys have a happy holiday season. Continue listening and I will catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.